everybody, this is Townsend. I'm a singer, songwriter, musician, and mental health advocate, and I started the You're Not Alone project and podcast to help educate, spread awareness, and simply help you feel a little less alone, no matter what you're going through. Thank you so much for tuning in to Season 2 of You're Not Alone with Townsend. Be sure to click the follow button and share these stories. You can also watch the interviews on our YouTube under Townsend T Music. You can also keep up with the journey if you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Townsend T Music. Every like, follow, and share helps us continue to change lives. I'm beyond excited to announce that I'm releasing a new music project. 2018 was the last time I released a full project, so I'm nervous, I'm excited, and I'm ready to bring you some new music. I collaborated with some of the world's best musicians and a multi-Grammy winning producer to make these songs the very best they could be. They're recorded, perfected, and in the vault just waiting to be released. Here's where you come in. So the recording process is done, but I need your help with the releasing process. Distribution, merch, design video, marketing, all of those things are not cheap. As a matter of fact, we were trying to add up how much we've spent so far in this process, and we stopped counting at $13,000. Oh. So the first time, I'm doing a Kickstarter. I've had so many people wanting to be part of the process, and here's your chance. This gives my supporters a chance to help out, but the best part is you get amazing exclusive offers just for helping out. The team and I sat down and put a lot of thought into these rewards. We have things like phone memos of the songs, exclusive video and audio tracks, songs that didn't quite make the cut, and we even have private acoustic house parties where I can play for you. Every person that helps will get first access to the hit song Let's Sneak Out before it's released publicly. It's gonna be amazing but we need your help. We have 30 days to meet this goal. If it's not met, we get nothing, not us. So donate, share, and please, let's make this happen. What is up, everybody? Welcome to You're Not Alone with Townsend. I am not your host this week. It's going to be a little <laughs> bit different this week. So every Monday, as you know, I have a guest on. We talk about different stories. But this week is something a little bit special. I've invited Taylor Weston. You've probably seen him on the yeah on stage with me. This guy can slap on a bass and about anything else you want him to do. He is on the You're Not Alone team. And so I thought he was perfect to switch roles with me. So Taylor's going to take over. He's going to be the host for this week's episode because we've got new music coming out. I'm super excited about it. And we had an awesome idea of why not talk about it? Why not give people a sneak peek of what the process may look like? It could be a cool topic to discuss. So Taylor, I'm I'm giving it to you, man. Don't ruin it. Don't lose my listeners. Oh, come off it. No pressure. Oh, I could too. I could oh, very goofy very quickly, which may happen I love anyway. It. That's the other podcast. Yes. Is oh, that's the what what is happening. What is happening? Yeah. I've come on the wrong one. Obviously. Oh no. Oh no. Well, yes. Uh some of those things she said about me are true. 
in that I do slap of the bass. I don't know how much, how many other things uh, I'll do upon request, but yes, the, the bass is one of them. Yeah, that's um, what I said. I, you could do pretty much anything. He does the videos. He helps me with these. Pro he pretty much does any of my crazy ideas. And I appreciate that. Very much <laughs> as best we can. That. We, we do that as best we can anyway. And mm -hmm. I've been a musician for a long time. And we actually met making a video together when the company I was working for was doing a video for downtown Conway. And we somehow uh, convinced her to show up sight unseen to downtown Conway to get filmed by a bunch of people she'd never met. And you sort of like inched up and said, hey, I'm I'm Townsend. Um, <laughs> I'm what are we doing? <laughs> I don't understand the assignment. Yeah. Thankfully, it did. worked out well. I'm alive. And the video was great. And we've been hanging around ever since and talking about music. Speaking of music, okay, that's what we're here to talk about today. So um, you start a lot of your interviews, I've noticed, with the question, some form of the question of who is such and such. And now we get to turn the tables on you. So the first question is, who is Townsend? I want to personally thank you for taking the time to listen to these conversations. It truly means so much. We've changed so many lives for the better, and we want to continue doing so throughout 2023. This project is made possible by sponsors and patrons. So if you'd like to help keep the You're Not Alone project going and hearing these amazing stories, we would love for you to join the family at patreon.com slash Music. Just for signing up, you'll get free merch, discounts, and behind-the-scenes patron-only footage not only of my music, but of each episode. That's right, so each guest on every episode answers a few more questions that only patrons will be able to watch and listen to. So head on over to patreon.com slash Townsend Team Music, and let's continue changing lives. Ooh, oh man, what a deep one. Okay, so I feel like people listening obviously know Townsend as the podcaster, I've got this serious podcast. I've got more of a lighthearted, funny podcast as well. But I think my main focus really is music. Uh, so I do music full time. I play acoustic guitar. I sing. And on all my socials, you can follow it at Townsend T Music. The music in the background to this podcast is actually my original song for people that didn't know. You can look it up. It's called Can't Travel. That's a good one. There's also, if I remember correctly, a video detailing what it's about oh that's correct yeah really cool yeah. story i actually yeah. got asked to yeah present it for a professor from hendrix college in arkansas and he presented it to his class about philosophy and like connecting communities using music and things like that so it's been featured in china and overseas and it's been streamed Last I told you, it's been like three weeks ago, but like, as of like three weeks ago, it'd been streamed like 500,000 times in China. Like, how cool is that? Dude, we'll take that. I know. How cool. That is awesome. I need to get an updated number. You the, you can't travel, but the song can. That's right. <laughs> but uh, So uh, one of the reasons I was looking forward to having this conversation was that uh, you are so very humble and unassuming when it comes to your own music and uh, don't hit other people over the head with it. But I have no problem hitting other people over the head. That's with why it. you're on my team. You're the That's pusher. right. That's right. I, I have no problems with that. Um, and so I, I very much like the idea of of kind of reminding people the, of the kind of artistic force behind this stuff that they're seeing and that music's where it all started for you and 
that that's kind of where your heart lies. This other stuff connects to it and it's important, but the the tunes, man, we got to talk about the tunes. I love it. Yeah. I love your heart for it. And you always remind me, I think it's important to have somebody on your team like you. That's like, Hey, remember why you're doing that. It's good. Yeah. Like, it's remember good. to tell people about it. Cause I'm like, no, no, it's hard. Like confidence is really hard sometimes when you're not built with like a little bit of arrogance and confidence, you have mm -hmm. to have people to build you up. So thanks for that. Yeah. And I don't think, I think confidence doesn't have to include arrogance. I think if you, oh, just, yeah, sure. um, if you believe in what you're, and I know you have some of this, but I, th I think if you believe in what you're doing and you believe in the value of it and you know, if it moves you, then it, it'll move other, the other folks are out there that it'll move them too. Absolutely. Yeah. We just got to tell them about it. Hence, <laughs> an interview. So uh, you've had a number of releases over the years. You've had some albums and EPs, and the the one that's coming out next is called Broken. Mm -hmm. And uh, so let, let's let's kind of talk about that little, a little bit. What can people expect from it? How does it compare to some of your other releases? What are you most excited about about this project? Tell us more. Tell us more. Um, so I'm really excited about this one. It's something cool that has stuck with me. I did an interview a couple of years ago about some music that I did and something they pointed out was that they could hear almost the maturity, the changing of Townsend. And so I feel like this continues that molding of like, who is Townsend? And so if you compare it to the music I made back in 2018, which was my first release, Show Me Home, and it was right at, it was written during a really hard time, which if you follow any of my socials, I discuss that, but losing a best friend and a bandmate, which is even, it's almost like losing a soulmate. Um, yeah. So losing that and going through being young and, thinking you're invincible and so the songs went from being totally lost and then they change a little bit when the season changes and then it changes a little bit and so these songs are more I feel like they're completely different it's a side that people haven't seen yet and I'm really excited to release that and just let people see wow like how it's evolved over the past few years has been really cool like this mm -hmm. project includes songs that are I'd say got an Americana feel, a country feel. Some of them we even threw like a 40s like vibe to it. So there's really a little bit in there that I feel like everybody will enjoy. So it's cool just to listen to the evolution of Townsend almost. Yeah. So I'm, a, you know this, but the, the people may not. I'm a tremendous nerd when it comes to all things music or just Life. everything generally. Life. <laughs> Life generally. So, um, so here, here's kind of a, not a technical question, but uh, you know, five years is a long time. That's a lot of music. That's a lot of life lived. But uh, how do you feel that your voice or your singing has evolved in that time? Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. Not to be cheesy, but honest to goodness, I feel like people like you have really, really helped. And I think being in the studio with people that believe in you really help as well. So my buddy, Mark Colbert in Little Rock, he's amazing. If you want to record music, shout out to him. Um, he's really honed in on my personality and what fits me most and then you go places mm -hmm. like yep. nashville where they only work with professionals and so they hone you in more on the professional level of it and so when you mix those two together it gives you a professional but also like keep your own personality towards it so like in nashville when i went they were more focused on you need to sing clearly you need to sing these yeah. syllables more you need to enunciate this and that whereas when you work with somebody you know personally, it's like, what's the best way we can get your message across? 
how you yeah. want to get it across. And so those two combined, I feel like, and with the confidence and the friends that are like, yes, do it. Yeah. I feel like I have a lot more to say. I feel like I'm mm -hmm. more confident to say it and I'm more confident in my music writing and I've said this before, music's almost like sharing your diary with the world, which is incredibly <laughs> yeah. vulnerable. I yeah. mean, I'm literally telling you the stories of my life with some music behind it. So that's scary. And I think I'm more willing to do it to, and realizing people can be changed by it. So why not put it out there? So all in all, I think it's changed because just all the people that have helped build me into what I am. So I feel like it's more mature. I feel like I'm honing in on who I am. And I don't sound 16 anymore, I guess. <laughs> Maybe I do. I don't know. But yeah, yeah it, it's really cool to listen back to the old songs and be like, man, I sound like a child. So it's, it's just cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The addition of all the death metal vocals on this new one really, really helped to age the material. Yeah. I mean, I like really fine appreciate wine, that. You know? yeah, yeah. I really appreciate you coming on and screamo in the back. Oh, that was, that was you. That wasn't me. <laughs> You know, somewhere out, you know somewhere out there that genre exists where it's just banjos. I am not opposed, actually. I feel like that would be fantastic. <laughs> to be clear, that, that is not on this album, but I am not opposed. See, now, now the people know. Gosh, why'd you have to tell them? <laughs> they need to know, Taylor. They banjos know. and screaming. Anyway, moving on. So um, songwriting and any kind of artistic endeavor evolves over time, kind of like we, we've been talking about, in that yeah. you don't, hopefully... You don't use the same chord progressions today that you did five years ago or when you're 16 or or what have you, but you still want to keep enough of of your voice, if you like, that it sounds like you, but but grown, I guess. Um, and I know that the bands and the artists I like the most do a good job balancing those things of, okay, we're going to let our sound continue to evolve. We're going to write about different things so it's not just the same songs over and over again. Um, but... What has, can you describe a little bit about the process of, of writing this music? How is it different or the same? What, 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 what was kind of the through line that still makes it you, but what are the new things that are included to you touched on it a little bit about yeah. the lyrics, but what, what else is there? Yeah. Well, I feel like it's important to talk about like the inspiration behind it. And I actually posted a video that was really cool. Worked with my friend Hannah on like a little inspiration promo video. That's really what it is about. It talks about, you know, all this stuff happened in 2016 where I was totally lost. I came out with this album called Show Me Home, and it was really the catalyst of me back into music. Like I said, very vulnerable, scary, putting my foot back in the door. And then all these years later, I feel like these songs are the process of healing, like they're mm -hmm. upbeat. And it talks about, you know, learning how to not only love myself again, but love other people. And like the first song talks about sneaking out and like just enjoying life and getting into relationships. And, you know, so like these songs, that that's a good one. Uh, it's so fun, isn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, these songs have a, a new aspect, a new light on life. Um, like I said, just maturing a little bit being happier in a in a better place when releasing them. So I think people will be able to see that. As far as the process goes of writing them, I have a really weird writing process. I have had so many people tell me this, and I'm going to be totally honest. I have an idea, 
and it just comes out. Like I literally write a song in less than a couple of minutes and it's ready to rock and roll. Now I, I, I perfect it and do all these things as I play it more and more, but the idea behind it is pretty much just like word vomit. It just comes out and it's ready to yeah. rock. And so that's a super strange, that's not a normal way to write it, but that's usually how it goes. Like, however I'm feeling, it's like, oh, I need to get that on paper. And it goes, but forcing it can't really happen. And then from there, I'm not sure you asked about the process of recording, but I guess that, I guess I can go into that. Yeah. And, and, but I also, I mean, there's the, the lyrics part of it, but you, you write the music too. Yeah. And, yeah. And obviously you've spent the last few years playing lots and lots of gigs every week and getting inside the kind of the heads and the hands, if you like, of other writers and how they put chords together. So has that changed any for you on this Ooh. round of songs? I will say, I think that's kind of important for people to know when you go somewhere like Nashville, I know for me, you walk in a room and they hand select people that they feel like fit your style. And so I wrote these songs and I play them acoustic myself and I've got the guitar and I've got the rhythm and I've got the lyrics. But when you go in, a lot of the times you don't actually play on your own song, but that doesn't mean you didn't write it. That just means some guy can come in and knock it out really quick and make it perfect with a metronome and it's easier and quicker that way. And I won't say I like it more or less, but when you work with somebody more personal, like I talked about Mark and Litterock, like we sit down and he's just like, do your thing, you know? So it's a very mm -hmm. different experience. Yeah. Love them both for different reasons. Uh, but yeah, so these songs, I write the music as well. So I have the guitar, I have this idea and it just comes out. It's like, and when you take it to Nashville, the musicians listen to it on your little phone recording and they're like, mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah great yeah and you split and they play the song live and you're like how did that just happen like magic <laughs> just was born so quickly yeah. they are so talented it's ridiculous but it's a really cool process for sure so something that has been cool for me as a, getting to play as a part of the band is um getting to see the process of the songs as recorded then kind of take different shape live with a different group of people and you know what works if, if you're a musician you probably know that what works in a recording is not always what works best in a live setting you know maybe chop off that bridge or double time that or, or whatever it is and or, or even just man it felt great to, to to crescendo or speed up going into the chorus or whatever it is yeah. so what have you liked the most about the the couple of full band shows that you've done that have featured some of these songs Ooh, honestly hearing them with a full band of friends like being on stage mm, yeah. with people that you really enjoy and there's just something about if you're not a musician I hate it for you because it's one of the coolest <laughs> moments you know exactly what I mean? but like yeah. you're literally on stage and there's something about just being on the exact same page we're all thinking mm -hmm. the same thing we're doing the same thing we're creating and you just totally forget people are even listening so I think just the moment of dude this is my song People are jamming to it, you know, like you get into it and you're enjoying it. Like the guitar players over there jamming. And I'm like, dude, they are digging it. I yeah. think the moment of clarity of like, okay, okay, it's good. Mm -hmm. And yeah. just hearing it come to life is so cool. Cause like I said, I play acoustic shows all the time, nightly. But when you get a full band together, it's just really cool to hear it come to life and add those little keys and those little drum fills and things like that. But um, yeah. honestly, I think just the whole concept of having the full band play it is my favorite. 
So the, this is a related question. Um, the last the last couple of full band shows that that we've done, there was more emphasis on on let let's put more Townsend songs in there. And so what uh, how you play a lot every week, as you say, you know, in coffee shops and bars and restaurants and stuff. But a lot of times it's the songs of other people with you know a couple of years thrown in. So what has it felt like? to to show up and, and kind of be like this is me this is my thing this is why i'm here vulnerable and amazing yeah. it's really cool like when i get a full band together one thing that i love doing is if there's a solo i'm never going to tell you how to play that solo like i want if there's a drum part where you're, you're featured i want you to do your thing like don't mm -hmm. copy the recording like have artistic freedom and so you never really know what's coming live which I love. I love seeing people come alive and doing what they enjoy. I don't want it to be yeah. like marching, you know, like you have to play it exactly mm -hmm. like the CD. So to go back to your question, it's always a little bit of a surprise, even for me, which is incredibly exciting. Um, I love the idea of people paying attention. Like yeah. when you play, yeah. when you play covers at a restaurant, you're expected to be background music. People are eating dinner. They enjoy it, but they're not really paying attention. And I totally mm -hmm. get it. That's that's what I signed up for. But yeah. when you're playing a gig and they paid an entrance fee to come see you, all eyes are on you. Yeah, that's a so different thing. Yeah, it's equal parts terrifying and just wonderful because there was <laughs> so much thought and effort put into these songs. It's really cool for people to be like, okay, I like this. And yeah. so, like I said, it, it's terrifying because people are actually listening. I don't get away with just being background music anymore. But, I mean, we put the work into these songs. I want people to hear them. I wrote them hoping people would relate or bob their head or whatever. So Yeah, play them at their cool. wedding. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I can remember times uh, over the years playing with bands that I've played with, and there's no there's no better feeling than looking out and and, let's say, and being the opener. So they didn't come there to see you and looking out and seeing people that you don't know who are like, yeah, the okay, stank face. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that Even it, that's it. Oh, oh, that was tasty. Yeah. And, and they start to come maybe a few paces closer and you can tell, oh, they're actually, they're, they're liking what they're hearing. That, that's the best because it's like these folks weren't marketed to. Like this isn't an ad. There was no record label or whatever. It's yeah. just there's somebody who's seeing something happening and listening some, to something happening in real time and they're responding to it. That's the freaking yeah. best. Absolutely. Even people like tapping their foot or nodding their head or like nudging their friend beside them. You're like, yeah, yeah, they like it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super fulfilling. It's a cool moment. So we've talked some about the kind of writing and recording and, and and that side of things and even some of the performance stuff. But there is another aspect of of making new music and that's releasing it, which is a whole other process that a lot of people don't know about is it's not as simple as, okay, I recorded a thing, here it is on the internet and then everybody flocks to it. Even if you're really good, Townsend is really good. Even if you're really good, it sometimes it it just what seems obvious like people should flock to something that's cool. It, it doesn't happen that way. So um, do you want to talk a little bit about how, what the release process is like and what it involves? Ooh. 
Yeah, I think people would be really surprised to know what that entails. We are not all Taylor Swift. We cannot all mm-hmm. record an album and release it at midnight and it have 7 billion streams the next day, mm-hmm. although that is amazing. So I'll kind of walk you through this release because this one, there was a lot more effort put on the forefront. They all take a ton of time. But for this one, like I said, I went to Nashville I planned this out. I met with these amazing artists. There was a lot of money and effort and time put into the recording process and the writing process. And so I thought, you know what? I put this much into making it happen. I want to put as much time and effort into releasing it for people. Because there's nothing worse than spending all this time and money and then just being like, here it is. And no one listens to it. Right. That's that's just like, oh, I know, like a burst for sure. But as Taylor knows, you've been a huge asset to this release for sure, which no one would know unless we told them. But so we started this project. Uh, it's probably been close to a year ago. Gosh. Yeah, I'd say close to yeah. a year ago. Yeah. Um, even before that, the songs were written. They were down. You send them in to a producer. They look it over and you go weeks meeting, discussing, picking the perfect artist who you think would fit. You plan your trip. You got to get a hotel. You go in the studio. You're there for like a week straight perfecting every sound, every noise, every singing part, drum part. And then you come home. You wait for them to mix and master. You go back and forth in the process of communication, like getting everything perfected just the way you want it. And then comes the fun part. You got the songs. And then it's like, okay. How do I want to release these where it might trigger some interest from listeners? Because, again, you don't want just want to be like, here it is. Here it is. And yeah, and the algorithm on social media, no one sees it. So Taylor and I have actually met for months and months ago. We sat down. We're like, OK, how do we make this happen the best we can? I've read books on it. I've listened to classes on it. I've done research because I want people to hear all this work that I've put in, even if they don't enjoy it, I at least want them to listen to it, see it. And so we met, sat down and we're like, okay, when do we want to do it? How do we want to do it? How do we want to get people involved? So it is every T is crossed, every I is dotted. And I think people will be super surprised to know that because I think musicians get People stereotype you like uh, you're just laid back and you go with the flow, which I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people are. But for me in particular and for a big release like this, you have to be incredibly disciplined and incredibly planned out. And like I said, Taylor and I even have a Google file of a calendar like every day. What's happening this day? What's being posted this day? What's going on the next day? Who are we going to interview with? What companies are you going to share it with? So, I mean. The details that go into it are just unfathomable unless you've gone through it yourself. Like, for yeah. real, I don't think anybody would understand. Like, the posts that are created are planned months before. I don't think anybody would ever know that. The yeah. videos that went on the Kickstarter, that went for the inspiration, the music videos, those were made months ago and just been in a queue of when's the perfect time to release it. And so we use, like... What do my listeners like? What do they see? What do they stream? And so just using all the information that we know, trying to get it into like the perfect formula and hopefully the algorithm of social media will take it in its hands <laughs> and it will blossom. But yeah, I think people would be most surprised to know how much time it takes. And not only that, how much money it takes. I mean, it is 
ridiculous. You basically have to take a loan out just to put out like this is a five song project and it is a ton of money to put it yeah. out, to make it all, all the pieces that go together is a ridiculous amount of money. And you go in knowing you'll probably never make that back, but the people have to have something to listen to, to hire you and to book you and to listen to you. So it's just ever evolving, like cycle, like it, it's just crazy. I don't think people, I don't think people realize all of that. And, you know, the reason to, the reason to talk about this is that like something that um, resonates with me is the idea that there are a lot of people who can do the work but there are not a lot of people that can do the job Ooh. when it comes to anything creative. I, I, you know, I've seen people who can make a good video, but they show up late and they don't know how to answer the phone <laughs> or, yeah. you know, return emails. And, and this is similar that there are a lot of talented musicians out there who can sing really well or who can write songs, but this is the other side of it. And that, yeah. like you mentioned Taylor Swift earlier, obviously there's a certain amount of, you know, uh, like she got pop ears or whatever. She knows what people are going to like to listen to, but a lot of what you hear and read about her is that from when she was 14 or 15, she knew what she wanted and yeah. she never let up until she got it. And so like, um, I, it's that thing of like, I remember seeing a clip of her coming off stage after a show to where her mom was waiting in, in the side wings. And they're like, uh, her mom's like, it was, it was good. It was good. What'd you think? And she said, I thought it went pretty well. I've got some lighting notes, but overall I think it was fine. That's so, so like, funny. She's I not, love it. She's not, she's not headed to like the mini bar backstage yeah. or the after party, or whatever. She's still in the zone of the performer in the business that she's running, which is uh, my product is this show and I want it yeah. to be the best it can be. And I'm going to keep tweaking it. So I think that that's a good example of, of like, it, it's not just about, can you write the songs? It's, can you handle yourself? Can you chase the opportunities? Can you treat people well? Can you, do you know how to properly not leverage, but activate your relationships in service of the music to get it out to more people. And that is a side of this business that even a lot of musicians kind of don't want to think about. And that's sure. uh, other than a lot of luck and good opportunities and timing. That's really what makes the difference between folks who are successful and folks who are not is the oh, ones who million are percent. to do the job. Yeah. You know, I, everything I told you earlier, I read a ton of books. So I did a bunch of research. It's almost like continuing education to learn how mm -hmm. to do music in this 2023, you know, the life of social media where people just streaming and you have this attention span of about 0.5 seconds to get people's attention. That's really hard. It It is mm -hmm. a hard area to work in I guess and so like I said everything I read talks about the most talented person isn't going to make it far but the person that works the hardest will make it farther than them it's not all mm -hmm. about the talent you don't have to be you know Adele as far as your talent goes but if you put some grind in it and you work hard you'll make it further than that and so yeah. I'm a, yeah, I'm a huge believer in that. Like I will be the hardest working. I'm going to clock in first. I'm going to clock in last. As you know, I work you to the bones. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, but yeah, She's I'm not. just, She's not yeah, sorry. I'm not, I'm just super eager. Like I'm excited. I want other people to be excited and yeah, it's, it just, it just is what it is. It just is what it is. That's yeah. a ton of work. And I do hope people realize that every post is intentional. It is planned um, because of people like you that help me. We want to make it good. Yeah, for sure. We want to make people see it. That's for sure.
And, and what what is exciting to me about being involved with things like this, and I have other friends that some of some of whom do music or other artistic endeavors or do you know clothing or whatever. And I just I love being a part of the process of getting stuff I believe in out there to more people that I think need to see it is I'm blessed to have really talented friends that are great folks, you know, ride or die kind of folks, as they say. And it's, it's wonderful to me to get to participate, whether it's playing bass or doing design for something or helping with, helping with planning, you know, that this whole thing is, I I just, my motivation is I love being involved with cool stuff with people that I care about. So it's, it's gravy to me. Gravy. There's nothing cooler than seeing genuinely great people succeed. Like that Mm -hmm. lights my fire. I think that's so cool. Whether it's me or them, it's cool to see it. I will say I'm looking at this book that I have put up and hearing you say whether I play bass or organize or marketing or anything like that. uh, The book talks about how a musician, people say you're a musician, you play music, you sing, but they really don't see you are everything. I am a musician, Mm -hmm. but I'm also a writer. I'm a creator. I'm a social media influencer. I'm a marketer. I'm a PR. I'm a booking agent. I'm everything myself. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, you wear every hat down to my merchandise logos. I mean, people don't think about that. I have to create logos. I have to create magnets and hats and what are people going to want to help support my dream that you're not alone I am a support system 24 7 I get people wanting help and references and I love it but it is never ending so I think the term musician people don't understand that includes everything I think artist is a better word because You know, it, it used to be that the market would more allow you to just be one thing or another. But right. the nature of kind of where the water cooler, if you like, is now is that it's online and that really it's so competitive. So the more not the more ways to get in front of people, but the more ways you can add value to what you're doing, it's it's more opportunities for people to connect to you and your artistic voice. And that's why all these things matter. Yeah. There's a pro and a con. We could go on for a day. This could be its whole other podcast, but <laughs> to the whole social media influencer type thing, there are a ton of pros and cons about it. I think one of the biggest cons is that if you're not making quality videos, quality planned out content, you're losing the game. Like if yep. you're posting cheap iPhone videos that are blurry, people have that 0.5 attention span and you're gone. That's it. And so unless it's unless it's a cat or something. Unless it's my cat on what is happening with Townsend. But yeah, so, but like, is it on my music page, my business page, it's got to be quality. It's got to be planned out. And so it, it's a lot to do, but I do think social media is cool. People can keep up with every step of the process, just like this. We're beginning to explain what happens when most people wouldn't know that, but it's also bad because if you don't fit the algorithm perfectly on social media, that post that you spent so much time editing and lighting and all these things may go nowhere. It may get zero views. So it's just kind of luck of the straw and a lot of work. And this is a good segue um, into kind of the next thing, which is that uh, a pro of social media is that people can, without too terribly much buy-in, do something that actually makes a difference. So mm-hmm. it, what you said about the algorithms is true in that they actively kill <laughs> the ability of people to see your stuff. One way to get over that is liking and sharing and commenting on the pages of people that you believe in. So will you talk a little bit about how can people 
get involved with what you're doing overall, but specifically with, with this EP broken, we, you have a Kickstarter campaign that's running right now, but beyond that, there's going to be vi music videos. There's going to be singles that come out. There are going to be more shows, you know, where you, where the band goes out and plays these songs again. So how, what can people do to get involved and support what you're doing? Oh, absolutely. I think streaming it, like I have people all the time being like, I streamed your song. I'm like, that's amazing. But I get paid a sliver of a penny per stream. So keep <laughs> yeah. that in mind, unless you're listening to it on repeat. Now, don't get me wrong. Streaming it is a huge, it feels great. Thank you so much for doing that. But, you know, the people say it doesn't cost money to support somebody that you enjoy. So if you like my music, you like what I stand for, the best things you can do for free is like my post, like my page and follow me, share it on your socials, text it to friends like, hey, my friend just came out with a song and send it to people. There's also, you can only buy so much merchandise. So you buy mm -hmm. a t-shirt and then what do you do? That's where musicians come up with Patreon, which is literally a lifesaver. So people can go to patreon.com slash Townsend Team Music. And basically it's just a way to put money in my tip jar monthly and just keep supporting me so i literally have people on there for like two dollars a month and they're like oh it's that doesn't help i promise it does it goes to my gas tank <laughs> yeah. it goes to you know paying for my zoom um uh, all these things like keeping the podcast going keeping my music on uh streaming services that all costs yeah. money so it just goes towards things like that so and if you don't have money like i said the best thing to do is follow and share really stream over and over while you're asleep i guess <laughs> yeah, there, yeah there are easy ways to support and i think people don't realize how important it is or maybe think i think the biggest thing is i bought a shirt which is great it's so good but also do those free things because those are huge and in the days of social media that's what helps get our algorithm like helps get us in front of more people when you share mm -hmm. it to your page and share it with friends as a business owner, your social media accounts know that you're a business owner. And so they're like, oh, you'll pay to get your post out. Yeah. And so whereas friends see all their friends' pages, they're like, mm, Townsend would pay to get this information out. And so my page gets kind of hidden and I can't afford that. So for you to share, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, and really talking about promo for music that it's it's so helpful because it helps overcome that stuff and yeah. it is so expensive like we've talked a little bit about that that yeah. um you know you can't just continue to throw money at a problem forever <laughs> we'll yeah. either run out of time or money and i i know which one i usually run out of oh first. i know which one's coming it's, <laughs> it's knocking on the door right now yeah so j just to kind of recap that, um, you, you mentioned your Patreon, but also there's a Kickstarter for the uh, for the broken EP that's going to be coming out. And mm -hmm. specifically, I'll let you talk about it more, but it's it's mainly to help pay for the pay for the promo and to make sure that as many people as possible hear about it and have a chance to see it and watch the videos and all that. I do want to mention that we've talked about that after the. Uh, after this period is over of the Kickstarter is that there's going to be a lot more cool stuff happening on your Patreon page, a lot of exclusive mm -hmm. content and events for those folks that um, that you haven't made available before. So y'all keep an eye out for that after this kind of um, this campaign is over. But if if you would talk a little bit more about the Kickstarter campaign that is live right now. Yeah, absolutely. I've actually never done anything like this before. That's another incredibly 
you almost have to put your pride aside because mm-hmm. I always thought, well, it's my project. Why would I ask other people to fund it? Like that sounded so silly to me. And I honestly kind of judge people that did it several years <laughs> ago. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I'm being for real. But it was until I sat down with somebody um, and you you backed this up as well. But someone sat down and was like, no, people want to be part of the process and they are looking yeah. for ways to support you. So give them ways to support you. And, you know, I ran the idea by several people because I'm a planner, as we already talked about. And everybody is like, yes, please give me a way to help you. I've bought mm-hmm. the T-shirt. I'm a Patreon. What else can I do? And so I took the plunge and it is, again, terrifying because it's just like, well, it's very for me, it's, it goes against everything I usually do. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. do it myself, do it myself. And so this is very different for me, allowing people to help me, which I think is just my personality. But yeah, that's why we did it was I spent so much of money out of my pocket because I'm an independent artist. Like I said, you basically have to take a loan out to do the studio and to do the recording. And I have to pay every hour you're in the studio, which is like a week. I have to pay hotels, meals, every musician to mix it, to master it. And that's just a few of the things. And so it comes out to be a ridiculous amount of money. That's done. The music are done. They are in the vault. I'm giving people the chance to help me get the music out. So like I said earlier, you got to pay to have your music even on the streaming services. You got to pay monthly things. You've got to pay for promo, uh, distribution. We we want to make new merchandise for these Kickstarter backers that are doing all these things. Um, I also want to do to celebrate if we meet the goal. We're only doing 5000 which is not that much. But if we meet that goal, I want to plan a huge like release party. So everybody yeah. that was involved, your mama's sister's cousin's brother is invited. <laughs> but I want to just celebrate like this is a huge thing for a musician to get this done. It's been so much planning, just exhausting so much. I want to have a huge party. I want to celebrate with everybody. The last time I did a release party was in 2018. Things have changed. Music has changed. I feel like we're adults now. And (laughs) I just, I want a night to celebrate how much healing and just how much things have changed. The Going back, the project is called Broken because so much happens in our lives. And I think the older we get, the more we realize you're going to have trauma in some way, shape or form. And so I'm realizing that the heartache and the trauma that happens, it fades away, but it never leaves you. And then that's okay. So basically it's saying we may be broken, but we're okay and we're going to be okay. So I want to make this a huge thing. I think everybody can relate to that. So yeah, Kickstarter is just a way to for people to be part of the project. You get amazing rewards that I want people to know about because you and I sat down and we thought these out thoroughly like you can get some really cool things for being part of the process so not only are you helping me out you're getting things that nobody else will get patrons are getting things that nobody else will get exclusive offers and then yeah huge party at the end of it so who wouldn't want to be a part of that nobody that's who that's it (laughs) yeah so yeah on I think the last day of it is August 1st, I believe, is the last day to do the Kickstarter. And the bummer is if we don't meet our goal, we get zero dollars. Everybody's zero refunded dollars. their money. Mm, that would be... We can't have that be happening. We can't have that be happening. In conclusion, please go support.
Yeah, because we want to get all my money out. went towards the project, and that's it. So yeah, we we want to make sure that people hear these songs. And as, yeah. as somebody in the kind of marketing industry, I know how much it it can it can cost, and and rightfully so. You know, good good work of this kind cost money and yeah. you know good videos and good artwork and all that kind of stuff it, it takes time and effort and, and expense and those are the things that make the difference in whether or not somebody hears the music these days that's just kind of the nature of it absolutely understand yeah like i said understandably got some amazing video quality but you have to pay for that video quality and you have that's to pay right. for the artwork and the merch and all that stuff but yeah so it's just one more way people spoke and we listened and so this is their way to show another way of support and it's been really cool really terrifying but <laughs> it's the first time I've done it and so I, I it's been cool to see how many people are like yeah I support you yeah and something else that we we are uh hoping to do more shows featuring these yeah. songs that's kind mm -hmm. of the plan so uh watch this space is that what the kids say about announcements about that because you know i've i've been able to play at two of these now and it, it's so cool after so many years of uh, you know and you, you solo is great but I, I know how excited you are to get to play your songs with a full with a full band and to to take them to places they don't normally go and play with other artists that you haven't that you don't normally play with and all that's really special and so and that's different like these are one-offs the set lists are going to change the venues are going to change the folks we play with are going to change and so those are those are things that if you weren't there, you miss. And yeah. so that's another great way to support is when those live shows come around, we want to see you there. We want right. to see you cl clapping your hands and swaying. That's it. I think you made a perfect point. Me playing with a full band. I do this for a living. And so I have to play solo to pay my bills. And so these full band, I mean, splitting the pay five, six ways or playing mm -hmm. gigs you don't get paid for. If you miss it, you missed it. Like it's over. I don't do these yeah. very often. Like I said, the last full band gig I had was probably 2018 and people yeah. loved it. I have had people hit me up so many times about wanting full band gigs. And so this is the time to do it. And so we actually, Taylor's going to be joining me, but we have some huge gigs coming up. We're going to announce those later, but they're already planned. We're going to be opening some for amazing artists. Like I said, the release party is going to be big. We're going to have great friends joining us, and it's just going to be really cool. But it is 1 million percent. I'm glad you pointed that out. It's going to 1 million percent going to be for this project. I mean, it's going to be a once in a lifetime thing. I mean, this is for this project. Yeah. This is when it's happening. If you missed it, you missed it. I'm not going to miss it. That's right. I hope not. <laughs> that would be I really shouldn't have said that out loud. No, something's going to happen. I know. You just jinxed it. You're going to have the flu or something like that. Flat tire. No, I will pick you up. That is okay, for sure. You. I will thank tie you, you to the trailer and drag you to the gate. Because <laughs> we're Nissan Xterra buddies. Absolutely. 20-plus-year-old <laughs> cars. Let's go. That's fine. That's fine. Leg out. Did I mention we're musicians and Patreon's fantastic? Because my car's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot. Uh, I, I'm super excited to be a part of this in, in the ways that I am. Thanks for letting me join. Hashtag Team Townsend. And uh, I'm excited to hear more new music and play more shows and contribute in any way that I can. And we hope that you all will uh, will do the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Jump on board, y'all. Jump on board, please do. Yeah. So in conclusion, patreon.com slash Townsend Music. I think today's the last day to hop on my Kickstarter. It all go every penny of both of those goes towards the project, towards the music. 
the Patreon helps keep the podcast going. So just helping fulfill these things that help fulfill you. And it's been really fun. So Taylor, thank you for taking over today. And everybody listening, thank you. The people that support literally could not do this without you. So yeah, I'm excited. Me too. All right, guys, we'll catch you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to hear the rest of this interview, visit patreon.com slash Music. And don't forget, you can also watch the interviews on our YouTube channel at Townsend Team Music YouTube. Okay, guys, if you're in the market to buy or sell, I have the perfect company for you. Clark & Co. Realty is located in the Benton, Bryant, Arkansas area. But they're able to serve you no matter where you're located in the state. They've streamlined the process of buying or selling a home to make it so much easier. They have a team of industry experts that make sure you have access from anything you can think of. I'm talking from local home inspectors to painters to gardeners and so much more just to provide you with the best service possible. They're dedicated to providing the most up-to-date market data in the area. And I think the coolest part is if you go on their website, you can use their easy-to-use fast property search. You can even create a custom market report to see what's active, under contract, and sold in your neighborhood. Their team is made up of caring, knowledgeable professionals that work around the clock to help you with the process of buying and selling your home. So again, if you're in the market to buy or sell, Clark & Co. Realty is definitely the company for you. Tell them Townsend sent you. Let's be honest. I think we could all use somebody to talk to every now and then. Healing Path Counseling in Conway, Arkansas is 100% my go-to when it comes to therapy. Wendy Blackwood has more credentials than letters in the alphabet. She's won awards for her outstanding services and has a whole page of board memberships. Basically, she knows what she's doing. She works hard to help equip you with the tools needed to live your best life. She even offers a variety of services including, but not limited to, cognitive behavioral therapy, technology-assisted counseling, relationship counseling, and EMDR. Trust me, I know therapy can be intimidating at first, but let me assure you, Wendy does her best to make you comfortable and find the best solutions and plans for you. Trust me, don't wait to make the call. Give Wendy Blackwood Healing Path Counseling a call today. Get started on the best version of you.